Welcome to the Glow Up Table, an audio series created for every woman on her glow up, transforming her life, and knowing what she brings to the table. So grab a seat, sis, tune in wherever you are, and let's get glowing, girl. I am your host, Camille Anwilly, and this is the Glow Up Table Podcast. Okay, everybody, so welcome to another episode of the Glow Up Table. We're going to do things a little bit differently this time. So I'm actually going to go live with my girl, Chrissy. So Chrissy is a entrepreneur who is a black owned business owner. Okay. So she's the owner of the little rascals shop located inside of bamboo ballroom here in Edmonton, Alberta. So bamboo ballroom is basically a women's clothing store. So, you know, if you are trying to get fly and look cute and get your local shop on, then Chrissy is your girl so i'm just gonna go live with her and we about to get it popping hey girl hey i did it right <laughs> let's go let's go let's go let's go what's good what's good Uh, clearly this is Chrissy's first time doing this, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, as you can see. So, um, just be patient with her, please. And thank please, you. Please. please be patient with me. Don't press the wrong yeah. button, girl. I thought, well, that's what I thought. There was one option. Join. I got it. Good. <laughs> Step one. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't believe I'm doing this. All day has been like surreal. Posting on her Instagram all day. Listen, that's the life of a content creator. So you've just experienced that. And you, are you exhausted? Like, I'm like, I even, like, I don't know if you watched, but today at one point I went to the store to pack orders and then got home to post and realized I didn't save all the videos. <laughs> yeah, so I learned real quick, like, you should double check while you're there still to make sure you've got the content you are trying to create. Understood. <laughs> Mama, Understood. mama, it's 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 basically a full time job, really, <laughs> without pay. So many full time jobs, I don't know. I don't know about another one right now. Well, let's see. You're a business owner, you're a mom, and you're a black woman, so you already work a lot of jobs, and you don't even get time off too. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that we both have time to have this conversation because, girl, I know you got some things to say, honey. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's been a while. It's been a roller coaster, and it's crazy. Today, being able to share this platform, I've been asked questions that have actually got me thinking also, yeah. which are awesome. And then there's, like, questions. I just feel like everything's been so compact, right? Right. Like, People are like, how do you feel? I'm like, uh, uh, that's such a big question. Like, how do I feel? Maybe, like, narrow down to a specific thing, event, right. problem, but saying how do I feel in general, it's just too general. But one thing that I really like that got brought up today, um, I posted, you know, somebody asked me what they could do um, to support the Black Lives Matter movement mm-hmm. locally, and which was a great question. And then I had somebody side comment that, are we like tired of hearing that it's a movement? And in answering that, I had also said that, that this isn't a movement. This is literally asking for equality. And in that case, this is just humanity. 
It's a human so, like, right. I'm not looking for a movement because movements end. Yeah. Right? Facts. I'd like for all of us to start learning about each other so that we are mm. capable of breaking down barriers because that's the only way that that can happen. 100%. So it's, it's funny how I've been asked things today that have really like opened up my mind mm-hmm. and just like, it's like I found better wording to really suit it because I think before I just maybe would have been annoyed. And then today I was like, yeah, you know what? It's not a movement. Like, I, I would like us to stop calling in that. Like, yeah. the, the first step would be education. Absolutely. I mean, like, you, you start there, and then you'll do what feels right. You'll do the right thing. You'll do what you're capable of. But education yeah. is going to be key in, in this. Oh, 100%. And also, like, adding on to your statement too, Christy, that when you see people protesting in times like these, they think, okay, great. I protested, I signed petitions, I donated, I've made some friends with some black people. Okay, like I'm done, we're, we're good, right? Let's just go back to our regular scheduled program. Baby, this is a human right. This can't lose momentum. And you're right about how movements die eventually. This That's cannot exactly. die. That's exactly it. Like this is not something that we want to die. And we just need to make sure that we're now just making choices that are you're making these choices and you're not thinking twice before you do it. 100%. You realize, like, as, like, maybe, like, even as a content creator, I mm-hmm. know when I'm posting on my business, I'm very aware that I'm not posting just only black kids or just only white kids. I'm right. trying to post everybody because there's everybody out there. Absolutely. So I want everybody to connect. I don't, I don't want you to be just one audience that connects and that's it. And also... Everybody to connect. You want to showcase the world that's around you. It's not just white people that's around us. Every single day, there's different shades and colors. And so being a content creator and, you know, being a business owner, you want to also give your child that opportunity to be like, hey, this is the world that's around you. Like the thing with me, Christy, is like I'm mixed. I'm half black, right? So I have a black mother and a white father. So I was introduced to diversity since I came out the womb. So I, I have to, it's on me to be open-minded about these things, you know? And you have to be. Oh, it's an obligation. Yeah, it- I thought that was the kid. I was like, what's but yeah, going touching on? on that, um, today I was also doing book suggestions, and I and I brought that up in my story. I was like, it's crazy that we're going and we're gravitating to buying all these history books for yep. our kids, and and like that's amazing because they should learn this history, but just yep. diversify their library. One hundred percent. All it takes because once we're used to seeing other people, it becomes a regularity. I'm no longer shocked or stunned or wondering too much like oh yeah you look like the kid that was in my book so like we all kids we're good that's it we'll we'll start breaking down barriers by like being inclusive about the things that we do and also i pointed out that like raising two black kids i've had to search for books to make them feel seen right because it's great that i'm buying all these books for them and they're reading what their friends are reading but it's really important for them to look at a book and know that they are also like capable or they could be imaginative or whatever it may be but these are like just big things that I think we're forgetting sometimes like people get caught up in like well I did this so I'm done no you're and not like, well no you're not it's not really that easy like it's not just you did this and it's done it's going to be done when you automatically are inclusive when you think of where things are from I need shea butter instead of going to shoppers drug mart I'm going to drive down to the African store I'm going to grab me some shea butter and grab myself a little ponytail you know <laughs> Yeah, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> Tell everybody a little bit about you. If there's people from Carrie's platform that are watching that may not have come across your content. 
Oh, honey, wh- where do I start? <laughs> I know, big question, big question, loaded. Well, <clears throat> I'm Camille. Hi. Um, I am a content creator. I live in Edmonton and I'm a student. I'm also a teacher of life, basically. And um, I'm just another soul who's just learning as much as I can about the world, you know? And I think us being black women, people think that, oh, like we're the number one resource and that we know everything. Truth is, we don't know everything, Chrissy. Like you talking to me about like kids books and what kids books to read, that's you learning. So we don't know everything. There's new facts and information coming out every day about black history that even I didn't know about. Like, sweetheart, I had to discover and research who King Leopold was because people thought that, oh, Hitler was bad. Bitch, King Leopold (laughs) killed 10 million African people. And I saw this shit on Instagram and I was like, say what? So a part of me had to go research this because like it's captivating. Like how does one kill 10 million um, Africans? And turns out he was a slave owner and he knew that slavery was abolished and basically was the sole founder of the um, Congo Free State. And I guess in Congo Free State where all the Africans were, there was um, resources such as rubber. And this was around the time when like cars and bicycles were starting to become popular. So the resources were in Congo. So basically what King Leopold did was he knew that slavery was abolished and made them work tirelessly, okay, to meet their quotas for making rubber. So they would have to like slap trees to to attain the rubber. And so if these African slaves didn't meet their quotas, they would get their hands chopped off. Take a minute to digest that. And guys, this is men, women, and children. I saw a photo from 1904, and it showed a man. He was in Congo, and he was looking down, and there was a set of hands and a set of feet. Those hands and his feet were his daughters. His five-year-old daughter, slaughtered. And this is why I say it's been a lot. Yeah. It's been a lot. So just know that, yes, we're exhausted, but we're also taking the time to learn more about traumatizing events such as this one that have happened so this is this is this is surface level of what we have to deal with and i don't think people understand that and my frustration christy is that people look to us as the resource like answer this question for me since this whole george floyd situation happened how many dms have you gotten asking hey chrissy um can you give us some black owned businesses oh chrissy can you read my instagram post before i post it oh chrissy can you tell me about this like how many messages have you gotten about that Yeah. And to think of how many people have researched me, it actually doesn't make any sense. Because I'm like, but I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, you'd like to ask how I'm doing today? Today I'm struggling. Like, thank you for asking. So, so thank you so much for asking me that today. On Instagram, I cried 14 times. But don't ask me about that. Just ask me for reason. Like, ugh, ugh. Which is yeah. why I said I make my when I make myself available. That yeah. means I am available. And yeah. when I do not make myself available, that means, like, you can check up on me as a human, mm-hmm. ask me what's up, how my day is, how my kids are, Yeah. but don't, don't. Don't. <laughs> don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's really that, it's crazy. I was reading, I've been reading, like you said, I've been reading a lot and, like, taking in a lot, and I think even from reading everything that I have been is what gave me even the courage to do 
like this live with you and to yeah. take over carries it because I'm normally a pretty private person yeah and like when I have my discussions about race or whatnot it's normally with my kids some people think I think some people think like a lack of like a black person speaking out right now it's saying like they're not with it and yeah. I'm like actually it's because every day in my house for real these are conversations I have I have a 16 year old boy he is six foot tall I when I hear these stories the first person that comes to my mind is my own kid so that is a lot for me to digest on a regular basis I don't know if people understand the pain of like okay you're going to white today that's totally cool take your hood down don't do that don't do this make sure you call me when you get home and I'm not like make sure you call me when you get home because I just need to know like I'm like because I saw like a bunch of cops further up and I just want to make sure you're good or I know that they're looking for somebody and you're going to fit the description and I can't I can't deal with that because as your mother like this is a lot so when it comes to everything that's happened it's like it's like what if that was my child in that situation and And I'm sure you I'm sure you've thought of that Chrissy and I'm sure the thought of that just makes you just want to vomit it's not and I just feel like I've said it too many times but people aren't hearing you when you say it though whereas like Black people, we like we get it. When we when we walk out the door each day, we don't know what the hell's gonna happen or what's gonna be said to us. We don't know. We can't predict that. We literally have to be ten steps ahead. And that's it. And I also think people think like, well, you live here, you're fine, don't uh, worry. And I'm like, guys, I can tell you stories after story after story that would make you be like, your your head would be blown. But sorry, I was like totally went off a point. So I okay. had read from this girl. I wrote it down. Uh, her name's Sina. She owns the Buff Wax Spot. She's a black business owner. Okay. And I read a statement she put out, and I was like, whoa, all my words. She literally said that, I was like, I didn't want to misquote her, but she said that she, she's feeling like she's caught with her pants down. And when this all blew up, because this was already a state of being for myself, I literally felt like that. I felt like, holy cow, everybody's asking questions, and everybody, like, is like extra nice and everybody is this and it just felt like I felt naked in the weirdest way Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like it's like you because I feel like I've carried around feelings of like embarrassment or like racism before but I've, I've buried it enough to get through my daily life yeah so when it became like in my face like to that extent I felt caught yeah like, you know what I mean? And I felt caught from all angles. I didn't just feel caught from white people. I felt caught from, like, it was like, I was like, oh my God, everybody knows. Yeah. Everybody, know, everybody knows. And I don't know how to hide yeah. this anymore. Our feelings and secrets are out that we keep in all the time. It's out. There you go. We feel exposed. And that was wild to me. Yeah. That was really, really wild. And then it took some time to, like, be able to come up with my thoughts and how I felt. And it just changed my, it, it really did shift my perspective I don't want to say like on the I was going to say like the human race but like it just shifted everything for me I saw everything in like a different light I saw defense mechanisms I've made for myself yes. Ooh. do you know what I mean like when I in history I was talking with my homegirl and I was like it's crazy that I know I, I've been bearing things for so long yep. that I don't even realize I do things when I'm about to leave the house or when I have a meeting or when I'm doing this to make other people yep. comfortable around me yep. rather than walking in my Exactly. That is a problem. I am a 35 year old mother of two, and I am checking myself before I leave my house. And I should never feel that way. I should never feel unsafe when I'm leaving. 
and that's crazy yeah Oh man, yeah, it's like it's like all of our our secrets and feelings are out. And the thing is, is like now that these feelings are on display and being exposed, those conversations, Chrissy, I have those conversations with God and nobody else. I don't talk to no one else about how I'm feeling. And there's times where someone will ask me, Camille, how are you? How are you feeling? Are you okay? And I would lie because I didn't think that they can relate to what goes on internally in here. But now it's like, it's it's out on such a large magnitude where it's like, okay, I gotta talk to my people. I gotta check in with my people. You good? How are your kids? How do your kids feel about this? And actually, I wanna ask you this too. How does your 16 year old feel about this? How's he taking it's it? It's funny because like I said before, we've had this conversation many times. You know, when, when things happen and ignite feelings, I automatically have these conversations with him. So when this happened, this is the first time I saw him really react. Mm. And really react in a way where my, my son's an artist. So yes. React in a, in a way where he was using his art as an outlet, mm-hmm. but also having conversations where like, I think before, not to say, well, he's 16. So I don't want to say he was dismissive of me or like maybe, maybe even annoyed. Because I can imagine how annoying it'd be to have your mom constantly reminding you who you are and reminding you to be like this and reminding yep. you to be like that, right? Yep. But you want to kind of just be a teenager and live. So it was it was interesting just to watch his shift in like the conversations we were having, the conversations when I call my parents and he would be like more engaged in it with me. And just his like true, like it's just there's something sincere about kids, right? When they really connect to something, they are connected to yes. it. And he was connected to it. He is connected to it and he's understand I think in a larger level and I think he's even more courageous than I am you know he's like this guy posted this I cut him off it was that like no like he just doesn't even have time for it which is great because I think that makes sure that he maybe he doesn't build that mechanism that I've built for myself yeah. of being scared to be myself and maybe that's even why before he's brushed off the conversation with me because he's never felt that and that's amazing and I want him to like continue that you know I think he knows he's a black male I don't think. I know he knows he's there a black male. <laughs> but I, I definitely think he's more of the optimistic side. He's a younger. They see they see what, what could be. Yeah. Like I, some, there's a part of me that feels a little jaded because when I talk to my dad and my mom, like my dad moved here from Haiti. My mom moved here from Jamaica. When I hear that their stories are similar to mine, I'm confused. I'm confused because I'm like, wait, you guys, when you got here and you had kids, you thought, we're Canada, bam this is going to be good, we've already fought like for her rights, she's going to be okay, and then we're sharing the same stories? Yep. We shouldn't be sharing the same stories. Same stories, different lands. to have to share those kind of stories with me when I'm older or in their current day. Yeah. You know? It's like, so, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's the same story. To see how it affects them. For sure, it's like, it's the same story, but on a different land. And like, why? 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 Exactly, why? Why? And that's why I always say it all comes back down to education. The same education that we're like, we're like, you're not pregnant. Don't worry, I'm not telling you you're pregnant. Um, the same education I'm giving my kids is the same thing we should all be passing around. You know, and like you mentioned, like you're you come from a from a interracial couple. I also have uh, like Kingsley, my youngest, is a half white. He's half black. And beyond that, my family, we used to laugh that we were the United Colors of Benetton. Like, they'd have, like, every shade of human. That's my family on a regular. So I never grew... 
issue with like integrating race into my family or into my personal circle as a black kid and I think it's just because you're aware that you're black and you learn that and you're supposed to love everybody yeah you just automatically do it yeah. you know maybe maybe like I said there's obviously different people with different situations not maybe every black person's raised like that but I think it's a lot more common amongst us and I would just like to see that same information <laughs> passed on to kids that are going to go to school with black kids and beyond and see them in everyday life right yeah and I'm sick and tired of seeing people saying Oh, you know, I'm the only black kid. Like, it shouldn't be like that. You should never be the only black kid in any setting. You and I have both been through this. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> it's, so uncomfortable. it's so uncomfortable. Yeah, try being the only black person in a corporate office. That was me three months ago. Right, and like how you said, you're sitting there like, you check yourself. Yeah. Right? You start realizing that you're checking yourself. You're like, oh. Okay, don't do this, don't do that, because I'm trying to keep aligned with the people around me. Exactly, and then you feel pressured in those settings to act like the privileged people. And you're literally a statistic. It's all about, oh, I went to this university and I got a 4.0 GPA. I don't give a fuck about your GPA or where you went to university. I want to know your story and how you got to this big table, because half the white people who sat at those tables, Chrissy, they don't even know themselves how they got there. They don't. They really don't. I literally had to fight and work my ass off to not be a statistic, to be even in those rooms. And then when once I got to those rooms, and I, Michelle Obama mentioned this too. She said, you know, I've been in all these like boardrooms and like around these privileged people who think that they're smart. But then once I got there, I realized that they're not that smart. And I was like, girl, same. <laughs> Girl, which castles are you going to? should be added to the 400 years that we've endured. <laughs> Seriously. Like when you're born, you just get born. It's like, there's 400 already. Go ahead and live. You're like, yeah. I can't carry this 400. Like, no, I can't carry this. a lot of weight. But also, I don't know if I ever told you the story about my mom. So my mom is Nigerian. So she's the, the black one out of my parents. And so um, she worked at AMA. So she had to work her way up. Like everybody else, she had to work twice as hard to prove that you know she's not a statistic. So she worked at AMA, started from the bottom and gradually worked her way up to the point where she was head of the insurance department. And I thought that was so amazing. It's like, wow, like you got a little black queen up in a little corporate office and she's telling all these little white folks what to do. Like, yes, honey, we stand, we stand. So it was really inspiring for her to, to you know, undergo that. But then once she got into that position, I noticed that each time when she would come home, she would just almost have a nervous breakdown because of how she was being treated. So imagine that you are a black woman, right? You're head of the insurance department at AMA and the people that have to report to you and come to you are older conservative white men. Can you just try and picture that? Because I would see it every single day when she came home from work, the look on her face was just why, why, 
Why am I being treated this way? Why do I have to endure this? I've already endured enough. I'm in the top position. And even still, I'm still like looked down upon. I'm still looked down upon. Still. And that's when you really think about it, right? Because you're like, wait, now let that sink in. Why does that even make sense? And why didn't anybody ever step up for her, right? Seeing her vulnerability and being like, you know what? You don't have to carry, you had a whole team below you. Because that's what teams are supposed to be, right? Yeah. They should be people that uplift you, they support you, they acknowledge you. You know, so. And then when that happens, you're like, oh, we're not even on the same team. I. I really believe, Chrissy, that some of these corporate companies and organizations need to go back to their values page on their website and have a sit down. Unplug and sit down and rethink, please. This is definitely something when I think of like what social media is good for, this is where I'm happy. I'm, I enjoy, <laughs> guilty pleasure, I enjoy watching companies get called out. I enjoy this. Not because I think people should be embarrassed because nope. if, you attempt, if you attempt yourself, nobody would embarrass you. If you had listened to all the people that complained before, nobody would have embarrassed you. Mm-hmm. You put yourself in a situation where now you're capable of being embarrassed. Hmm. That's on you. Hmm. That's not on anybody else but yourself. You can't be like, oh, but no. No, 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 no. All those emails you got about, this is how I feel. I'm quitting my job. I'm no longer wanting to work here. Yeah. That was the Period. But we have to do things like this. And I, I'm, I, I'm just, I'm loving it. I, I, yep. it's, I couldn't ask for more. And I think of just even people I'm associated to. Like, I'm so happy that I'm associated to the right people. Absolutely. I'm, I'm happy that Thank God. the people I've kept around me, that whole businesses have kept it very eclectic, have kept it very 100, mm-hmm. have stood when they need to stand. Mm-hmm. And because there's nothing worse than being a black woman. I'm just picturing this conversation could be so different if I was working for a company where I felt disrespected. Oh. Or if I knew, like, this conversation <laughs> changes tones. Yeah. Right? So when these people are being called out, I'm like, this isn't about you, again, back to the movement, mm-hmm. where you're just going to do a movement and a wave of putting colored, like, different Performance art. black people and putting them all on your Instagram. You think after, like, three weeks that somebody's not going to call you out? Because I feel like everybody now is kind of ready for it. Oh, we're ready for it. Like, I, I don't know how many posts you've seen where it's like, if this goes back to normal, shake the fucking table and read the fucking room. And that's it. I'm ready. I'm ready. We shouldn't even call that normal because it wasn't normal. No. Nope. So it should just, everything should be inclusive. Everybody should be able to look everywhere and feel included. Yeah. And if you can't do that, you shouldn't be in business. No. Nope. It's as easy as that. Get out. We're nope. done. It's over. The need nope. to go. I'm like, I'm just, I, I'm tired. We're tired. No, we're all tired. But the thing is, though, Christy, it's so rewarding being black at the end of the day. I thank God every day that my dad approached my mom. (laughs) Thank you. You You chose the black lady. Thank you. (laughs) I thank God every day that my dad approached my mom. (laughs) He shot his shot. And he got it. Score. Yeah, no, I, this these past two weeks, Chrissy, have been just so interesting. And it's, 
it's it's not only these brands, but it's just like the people that we look up to as celebrities, even that you know would think they have it figured out, but they don't. And it's like, why why are we even looking up to you in the first place? What compelled us to go in this direction and to hit follow when you can't even stand in solidarity with us? And then that's where it's like how you said that's that's wild, wild. And I also feel because I'm like, there's people that I like that have either jumped on the bandwagon or haven't or made mistakes while doing it. I'm like, a big part of this is being able to admit to mistakes. So say you didn't say anything or you haven't joined in or you haven't taken the right steps for yourself. Yeah. You're allowed, like right now, you could have heard something and it triggered you. Fact. Go ahead, make that change. Don't let like your fear of change affect you from doing the right thing. And, and to our allies, okay? For any of our allies who are watching this right now, I'm gonna say this to you once. I'd rather have y'all pull up imperfectly than not pull up at all. If you're flawed and you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, admit it. Admit it. 100%. And still stand with us. I don't give a fuck if you have some scars and some cuts on you. Show up. Show up. Uh, that's, that's powerful for me because I want to say the white allies that I do have, 100%, none of them are perfect. No. Nope. And they're not perfect, but anytime I've been like, nope, not, stop, don't, do you know what they do? Learn. Do it. It's Don't like, get defensive. Sweet. I can't do this. I can't say this. I shouldn't do this. Or I have to acknowledge this or whatever it may be. Done. Yep. And that is such a huge thing. And I think that's even been a huge thing in me learning. My son just snuck upstairs. He was looking at me. <laughs> He's like, what are you, who are you talking to? Mom. It's like aggressive, mom. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to be with these people because like you're saying, like I'm imperfect. I've been learning. I've learned so much in this time. I've, I don't know how, like, I don't know how many things I've saved. I've screenshotted. I've sent to my kid, read this, watch this, do this. Holy cow. Even, even just for the black businesses in Edmonton, mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, first of all, when did we have, like, I didn't know we had so many spas. I was almost willing to go to New York. There's a spa I've been following that does, like, that's, like, specializes in black skin. Huh? But I'm telling you. This is amazing. Like, we are getting resources, but this isn't just you're getting... I'm getting resources, too. I'm so excited about this. And I spoke about this in one of my posts. I said community is bigger than just, I'm black, so I shop black. Yeah. Community is like, if you need something again, and it comes from that community, and it's local to you, go to that community. Pull Why up. are we pretending like it's not the option? Like, we can't say we support local and dismiss a whole culture. Facts. That's, Thank you. That's not supporting local. Thank you. We don't you. live somewhere where there's just one culture, one person, one look. We live somewhere where there's multiple people, multiple ethnicities. You need to go to all of them for the right reason. And this is how we support local. And we watch everybody flourish around us. Absolutely. And we're good. We're good, love. Enjoy. <laughs>
And how come when we we think of local, we don't think of any like the black owned businesses? Like why are the, I hate to say it girl, but why are the white owned businesses getting all the exposure and the restaurants getting all the exposure? Because that's what we're used to. That's what we're conditioned to be used to. I didn't know the Sugar Bowl was black owned. I would love to see the same. um, So when I see a business that I'm like, okay, like you're doing your thing. And if I have something to offer to you, I offer. And I think we need to stop being like, I don't relate to that person. So I'm not going to offer to fix their website, even though I went on it. I saw it was horrible. Mm -hmm. And I could just reach out to them the way I would if you looked like me. Nah. Right. Reach out to that person. That's your community. We all live in Edmonton. Let's join hands. I don't understand this. Like, oh, she's probably not going to understand me or whatever. I mean, let her not understand you. You know what? Maybe you're right. Maybe her first language is in English. Well, you know That's what? Cool. Listen, tell that to the blogger community. The next time they have these little brunches, diversify your invites. Because every time I'm pulling up, I see white. And I'm like, if it's all white, it ain't right. <laughs> okay? So maybe tell that to the... To, <laughs> Yes, I did. Thank you. And that's it. You know what I mean? (laughs) Reach out. And I think this is the appropriate time now where you use your black resources. Facts. You're planning a significant event in the city. Yep. Sweet. You may only be connected to faces that look like yours. Sweet. Find somebody. Put yourself out there and find somebody. Because I'm sure if, say, for instance, like you said, if you were invited, you could be like, and I've even asked you this. Camille, put me on to some black bloggers. Like, I want to be more connected that way, too. Period. And that's how you get, like, your answers is by asking questions. Don't be scared to ask questions. And don't invite just the one black person that walks in. And I've been that person before, too. Oh. And I already feel uncomfortable, you know? And I'm already thinking to myself, like, 400 questions that are going to come at me or, like, weird looks. or I Again, my defense is up. I'm not, like... I'm not myself in my own skin because now I'm looking around and I'm feeling it. Yes. I'm feeling like I'm on display and I don't like it. Yeah. I've lived like this my whole life. Ooh. So I know how to adapt to it. I grew up in a white suburb. I went to a white high school. I I was a figure skater. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I participated in activities where I'm used to being the only black girl. So I know how to deal with that. But that shouldn't be something somebody becomes used to. No. It, it no. shouldn't be because it, it starts to create layers and then I got to peel back these layers like that's what I'm going to be doing these next few months is peeling back layers you know I have my safe spaces and then I've got places where I'm not 100 yet exactly and, and like, I'm not 100 because I don't feel accepted and when you don't feel accepted you feel uncomfortable if there's people in the room that look like me then Chrissy I'm 100% myself 100% and I, I, I actually can take a deep breath in those yeah. moments where I'm like yes yes but when I'm in an environment that's not that I'm not familiar with and like people don't look like me it's like like you said shield up don't reveal too much be low key and don't fold right and that's exactly it and then I start like I, I know for myself like I'm a I'm a young mom I have a 16 year old and I, how, 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 how? You don't even look your age, first of all. I'm sure you get asked that a lot. Like, wait, that's your kid? Oh, you're, oh, you're not a sister. Oh, you're his mom? But I sometimes feel like people feel inclined to dig even deeper with me. And sometimes I'm like, you can't, you can't dig that deep. It's cute to say, like you said, are you a sister? Are you, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm his mom, whatever. But sometimes like, oh, 
So you're not from, are you? And then I can see it. It's like, you've now disregarded me as a human. Or wait, 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 hold up. I bet they trip out even more when they see Kingsley, your light-skinned one, where they're like, did you adopt him? <laughs> Where's like he from? I have the funniest conversations with people. I, like, the things I've heard, and I say funny, and I guess, again, that's, that's another one of my defenses. It's, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna laugh this one out because I don't know what else to do. Yep. <laughs> Literally. Right? And I've totally had things like that where I was like, oh, well, which one are you calling? Well, I'm calling both of them because they're both coming home with me because they're both my kids. And let's go, let's go. We're done. Right? Well, I think, uh, actually, my dad told me this story one time because my, my dad's white. So whenever we would go to Zeller's <laughs> back in the day and they have like those little like toy like rides that you can ride on. So I, I wanted to go on it, but my dad was like, no, I don't have any coins. You're not going on this freaking ride. And I threw a... <laughs> I threw a fit and I started running around the store and my dad had to chase me around. So he's chasing me around and people are like staring at us. They're like, why is this white man chasing this little black kid around Zellers? Like, do I need to call the cops? Is, is this like a child abduction? Like what's going on? So we literally had to explain. He's like, this is my daughter. Her mom's black. And I'm, I, I, I just felt bad about how my dad must have felt explaining this to people. You know, I haven't had the exact, exact experience, but because I said, like, my family is super diverse, so this is like, you're going out with your, your Chinese aunt, or you're white, when I say my uncle's white, like, he's white, blonde hair, blue dye, like, he's white. Same with my so, cousins, like, on my dad's side. You go out with, you go out with him, <laughs> and then people are like, why is this white guy with all these black kids, and I'm going, uncle white, <laughs> uncle white, blah, 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 it's confused, because none of us look alike. Nope. We're all Like, oh, God. Like, we got everything. Shield up. Right? So I, this is why I say, if we were to just start educating ourselves, we would realize that, A, black doesn't come in just one shade. Like, there's not, like, a custom stamp. Oh, we stamped out. We're good. Yep. It comes in many shades. And you don't have the right to assume. Nope. You cannot assume nope. that I your hate black that. meal is better than my black, or my black is better than your... What? <laughs> no. Is it a contest? let you know so did, period did anybody ever ask to touch your hair were they like can i people can I touch? crazy people reach out and touch it and i'm just like <laughs> what is that what, what is, is that this even? if you want to go pet something you go to the zoo i have a dog i like to pet him <laughs> that's about it and that's the thing like is, like is this how people see us when they see our hair like are we animals are we on display you kind of have to think about that. Is this how this person sees me as a, as a zoo animal? Like, right. really? No. This is, like, this is the whole... Well, I love how it literally always just come back to education. Yep. If you were to just educate yourself a little bit. We can do all the educating. That our hair comes in different textures and different colors. Like, my mom's 
brother is also a redhead. But everybody oh, wow. else, yeah, everybody else, my mom and I are the same shade of brown. Mm-hmm. Her sister is like light skin, red hair. My grandfather is freckles. I also wish I had gotten those freckles. I can't even lie. <laughs> 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 You know what? Now and like I'm the same way as you. Like, <clears throat> oh, what the hell was that? Was that me? That was my phone. I'm oh. in my computer. It's too close. I checked it off. <laughs> I forgot I was gonna say, girl. <laughs> girl, what you do? <laughs> right, you're like, oh, she broke it for sure. <laughs> okay, so wait. So you said to educate um, our allies, so they need to educate themselves. What else can our allies do to support our community? Now let's talk locally. Actually, let's bring it more to a local sense. Okay. So then we start talking about supporting those local businesses Mm -hmm. and shouting them out and also offering your resources now. Yep. Don't be scared to offer your resources. You see that something's not right? It's okay. So my dad is texting me. That is hilarious. He's talking about Haitian food. I wish everybody could have Oh, can I have some? (laughs) He's killing me right now. Um, Yeah, so I think supporting us. As you would if your your friend said, have you been to the candle shop down the street? You would make sure that you go check out that candle shop. So when you see that, like, a type of food you've never tried before, or clothing, or branding, or, like, anything has opened, give it a try. You're, you cannot say no before you've even tried something. Exactly. It's this easy. I've tried so many weird things because I'm just like, that's how I support local. Do you know what I mean? Something opens up beside me, I'm like, I gotta go check. Yep. Even if I hate it, I know I made an effort. And I have no right to talk about them because that's just, it's just not for me. It's really just not what it comes down to. But you can't dismiss something before you've ever tried it. Yep. You can't dismiss a part of the city before you've even been there. Like, yeah, like, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think about my experience sometimes in comparison to living, like, before I lived here, I lived in Montreal, and I think about how diversified it was in the sense that, like, our downtown core, for instance, like, you're walking down that street and you're getting, like, Little African Shop, this, um, Amencia, then this, then that. Like, you know what I mean? You're getting a little bit of everything, and I think that makes the culture a little bit more open for everybody. Yeah. So I think when you have something and you're unsure about it, go, go in. Check it out. You might leave with something dope. You might have figured out, oh, they sell something that I've been searching for, but I was always too scared to go there. So yeah. when we talk to our allies, I think, don't be scared. Don't be what scared. What are you scared of? What are you scared? That's the stereotype that we need to break yeah. is that you're scared because you're different. I'm different every day. <laughs> I'm different every day, and I'm not. I don't not go get my coffee at that place that I want to get because it's all white people inside I go get my coffee and if I have to bite down I bite down if it's different and I'm looking around like oh what are these I've never seen that before but like I go put yeah. yourself out there <clears throat> that's how we become cultured as people exactly right? when you travel to a different place don't you want to experience their life their food 
they're the, but it's all that's accessible to you locally. You don't even need to take a trip to Jamaica. To oh! Like, oh! <laughs> Cactus Club and post up there. Like, bitch, Cactus, it will always be there. Step outside your city. Go to the African shop or go to the African store. Did you not see the post that went around? No disrespect to Cactus, but listen, we need, like you said, we need to diversify everything. Because when you're comfortable. literally what it's like to be mixed it's like oh you're doing that like that's white people activities that's things that white people do oh you're going into that store oh my god that's that that's like such a ghetto store like bitch i was wearing this shit back in 2005 and y'all thought the shit wasn't cute but now look at you The same one. Oh, baby fat. Oh. Bring it back to baby fat. Why would you say baby fat? Like, dummy muscles. You guys don't know what baby fat is, please. Check it out. You'll understand so many things about the, like, the fashion of now. Exactly. L- literally, honestly, Chrissy, like, baby fat is like the urban Louis Vuitton. <laughs> it really was. It honestly is. I still have my Rockaware piece in my closet. I'm never giving that up. I have the denim jacket. I will never give it up. I'm so mad I gave up so many things. Oh, I, oh. Mm, uh, I have pain. I have pain in my heart from things I've given up. <laughs> but then you see it now and it's like, okay, I had the Rockaware version of that. So basically you're jacking our culture and profiting off of it. And those same stores that profit off of us, when you walk in there, Christy, what do they do? They stare at you. They follow you. They don't even say hi to you. And I'm like, stories like that. oh, Urban Outfitters. <laughs> Listen, Urban Outfitters. I hate to say it, but like, I was, I was following this. I was following this girl who used to work there, and she's from New York City, and she was posting on her story about how when she would work at Urban Outfitters, they would have like their little earpieces in, and and everybody was connected, so you can hear what your coworker yep. was saying, and she she would overhear them saying, um, you know, whenever a black person would walk in, 
the, the employees would be like, okay, watch that person. Like they're gonna steal some shit. Meanwhile, the white folks are the ones stealing like bralettes and hair scrunchies. So it's like, wh wh where is this? Where is this coming from? And I always just die because, like, I think I was obviously I know my son, so like this to me this just brings it to like a next level because when when he tells me stories that he was walk. First of all, my son has the fear of God in him, so he knows not to steal anything because I'll kill him. <laughs> Done. T Done. say oh you know the cops are doing their job so their Not job is, so on the job description to be a cop does it say murder on there did I miss something is that yeah, what it says on the job description like, for to be a cop that's not a job that what are they assassinated kill like what are they I'm confused does it say kill black people on the job description no, it's not their job no it's not their job you can miss me with that bullshit um but I was yeah, talking to 100% over like that argument and whatever there just needs to be a change. Sorry. So we were talking about local and how to support this locally. So I was mentioning businesses, education, educating your kid, bringing your kids and just yourself to places that like you're not comfortable with. When 118th app has a festival, show up. Pull up. Oh wait, there's no festival. There's no there's no festivals. It's COVID. <laughs> but, oh wait, right. <laughs> like, that part. And when there's events like that, show up. Diversify yourself. And, show up it is important and diversify your friend group i'm so sick of seeing of these friend groups seeing i see all white and it's like okay y'all are living in a glass house at this point diversify your friend group 
you know? And if, and I this is one thing that I saw too on Instagram where some of these white influencers would say, okay, so from June 1st until June 7th, we're just not gonna post any of our content and we're gonna amplify black voices. Meanwhile, when I click on their damn stories, they're amplifying the voices of their allies as opposed to black people. So I'm like, okay, you guys need to go back and, and, and regroup and, and redo this again because if you want to amplify black voices, you take the time to find content creators who are doing the same thing that you're doing and amplify their shit so that your followers can see. Yeah, so your followers can see, oh, there's another black girl in Edmonton. Oh, she's she has a shop called Little Rascals. Oh, let me check her out. Yo, that's dope. The fuck? A hundred percent. And like you said, it's just funny because in a week, so you decided to amplify black voices and then... You're going to go back to what like, you're doing afterwards? Because, uh, baby, I I'm watching you. I watch your stories and I follow you on Instagram. Don't you dare try and go back to normal. And that's the confusing part because I'm like, shouldn't this just be like... And I think, again, because it's my own natural instinct to be like, I include everybody, and that's the way I roll. Yeah. So, like, to me, it's a wild when I'm like, but when you scroll down your page, and all you saw was you, 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 like, you were never like, hey, it's time for me to reach out to a broader audience. Yeah. It's time for me to connect with people as size for myself. Yeah, exactly. Because as a business owner, I can tell you that could be one of the smartest moves you'll ever make. Because now you've opened up your audience even broader. Instead of it being this, it's this. Yeah. And because also... on a business aspect, how are you not thinking like this? And also... And then making sure... Oh, so go ahead. Oh, no, sorry. I was going to say, into our allies and to local business owners, stop at the performance activism. Yeah. Stop it. And I can tell you right now, Chrissy, there were people at that protest who should not have been there, who continuously profit off our culture and have been called out. And they still showed up and they're gonna go right back to what they were doing which is profiting on our culture and low-key there's still some organizations Chrissy that I do want to call out for this and that's gotta happen because I think if you can take that time to like actually sit back like there was literally time dedicated for you to sit back and think yeah. you didn't have to post anything you didn't have to do anything you could have literally sat back thought about yourself your organization and then been like dang okay I have some changes to make mm -hmm. and now I can make these changes because the information is available like right in front of me yeah right like you don't even have to really dig anymore I'm like I said I've been saving so many things you don't have to dig it's right in front of you it's right in so front take of you. that time take yeah. that time and if you're not going to I guess maybe then just be prepared because we do live in this age day and age where you're gonna get called out be prepared for that be prepared for what comes after be prepared to lose business because that's what's gonna happen because unification is coming. Yep. I, I truly believe it. And I believe the people that don't figure out how to, not even jump on board, because I don't want to say it like that, like as if they'll be, like again, because that's performative. The people that aren't ready to do self-reflection of themselves and of their business, you should start figuring out what you're going to do next. Facts. Because that's what it's going to be. And also to our allies, I'm going to sound spiritual for a second. You better have that chat with your ancestors because they did some fucked up shit to us. Have that conversation. And find, your, find that inner voice, right? Yes, and acknowledge it. Before you do anything else, even before you educate yourself, Chrissy, to our white allies, acknowledge what your ancestors did. Because that's going to help you educate yourself, right? Mm -hmm. That is step one. Yep. Just, your first step is definitely acknowledgement. Because once you do acknowledge that, you'll feel free to take step two, which is educate yourself. Because I guess if you do educate yourself at that barrier in your heart, 
and in your soul, it's going to be a lot harder for you to actually digest that. So Absolutely. I 100% agree with that, that it really does take that acknowledgement. I spoke to a, a friend the other day, actually, that said, she's like, <laughs> and it made me laugh because she's a comedian. She's like, every day I wake up, I live in my white guilt. I just let it take my body over, and I'm just like, that's right. Because it's really that, understanding that, like, you come from privilege. You literally come from privilege, and you come from a people that enslaved or impoverished other people. And then in that case, once you've accepted that, you'll be able to move forward. Just the same way that for me to move forward to be the best person I can be, I need to accept what I come from. Yeah. And then be like, okay, but I got to push up. Facts. And that's it. That's right? on Because once I've acknowledged that, because if I deny that, I'm like, oh, that's not my past. That's so long ago. That's this. That's that. I'll never be able to push forward. You won't. And, and I'm also, push forward because of that. And also, you're going to repeat that cycle that your ancestors left, right? So you got to break that. You got to break that tradition. Yeah, it is a thing. But here's the thing, though, Chrissy, because um, we've been on for about an hour, and with live, it cuts out after an hour. Like, can you tell how much I'm like? <laughs> and my people would like to ask questions. How do they do that? <laughs> oh my god, you kill me! So actually, okay. you know what? What we can do is we can end this one and then go back again if people want to ask us questions. What she said, guys. What she said. All right, folks. We're, we're, we're. So I'll let you end this, and then we, if anybody has any questions, we're going to you. Yes, Chrissy's learning, guys. She's getting there. She's, she's almost there. It, it, don't be embarrassed. It's okay. I've been there, too. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there, honey. Okay, end this one. End this one. Okay. <laughs>
Okay, that took forever. <laughs> okay, so for those just tuning in, Chrissy and I had a very lengthy discussion about what it's like to be black, okay, as well as discuss what our allies can do to better support us, especially in the local community, honey. Oh, look, she's quick this time. Wow, girl, groundbreaking. <laughs> she's going to troll me when she sees this. <laughs> okay, part two, guys. So this is going to be the questions period. So any... You're quick this time. Good job, Chrissy. She's learning, you guys. Invite me to lives. I've got this. <laughs> Just send her the invite, folks. Oh, hey, Heather. I, I understand. <laughs> oh, my God. My girl Heather is here. She's a black business owner of the Lash Pertise, so I'm just going to plug that. Like, like, I It's over. Don't even try. It's over. Hey, Heather. Oh, Heather, I this is Chrissy. I love it. Say hi to Chrissy. So Heather, say hi to Chrissy. Uh, so, Heather. Hi. hi. Heather is a black like, owned. Like, how do I do that? Do I just wave? <laughs> <laughs> you hit wave by her name, girl. Oh, okay, so today's gosh. lesson is. live honey it's okay you can ask questions don't be shy okay we're all here I to learn like together time to ask questions like what a better time you've got people with perspective two different perspectives on top of that two different life experiences facts. ask your questions ask away on facts yeah guys ask us questions but um we can always continue the conversation if someone asks a question that pops up we can definitely answer it but um yeah, i'm about it i'm about it I'm like, about that think, I'm like, I made notes yesterday, so I was like trying to see what else like I wanted to hit. I'm dead. I was like talking about, but I feel like I feel like we we hit a lot of the points just naturally, which is awesome. Um, that is a Fendi fact. <laughs> that is oh, a Fendi like, fact. She's, she's gone. Oh no, honey, I gotta get my charger. You know what I'm saying? Cause I don't want this this conversation to to die. You know? No, no, this conversation can't end. This conversation cannot end. Not no. yet, at least. Because Chrissy has to learn live still. Yeah, do you guys have any questions for us? What up, Cruz? What up, Shalina? What up, Muta? Oh, there's a lot of black people in these in this live. Okay. Well, I want to say, like, I want, like, everybody hit me up after, you know? I'm not new, <laughs> new to the city, but I've been focused. I've been raising two kids. Hit me up. What's up? Make sure to check out Chrissy's shop, too, located inside of Bamboo Ballroom yes. here in Edmonton. Come support. Yeah, come support. You got nieces, you got nephews. Doesn't even matter. I got you. Covered. We're good. Honey, if you're if you're planning on getting pregnant, just, just show up. If you're not planning, but you should start looking at how much kids clothing costs. Yeah. <sighs> to mentally prepare yourself. Oh, what was this last topic statement y'all covered? We were just talking about what it's like to be um, black, especially a black woman, as well as what our allies in the community can do yeah. to better support us. So Heather, if you got some stuff you want to say, baby, <laughs> the stage is yours. Yes, girl. Oh. When we talked about what our allies can do, like maybe if like you don't like the girl that's doing your your eyelashes right now, why not give her a chance? 
opportunity, get your lashes did, maybe make yourself a friend. Exactly. And speaking of, because you said that you were trying to fly to the U.S. to go to a spa? No, I don't. <laughs> Was that a joke? <laughs> situation honey i've been sharing black businesses black content creators right so when this this george floyd thing happens right who's coming to me asking oh camille can you send us some black owned businesses who are some black content creators and i'm like sweetie i've been sharing these people months prior but what do you guys do you kept swiping because it didn't relate to them right yeah and i can understand you know what i mean i understand when people say it didn't relate to me because Okay, honey, what do you got to say? I, <laughs> Chrissy, you kill me. <laughs> Wait, let me get mine too, actually. We're such grandmas. I'm so dead. 
<laughs> Here, let me see if I can read it because we're old, Wait, clearly. I'm like, you know, I don't know how to go further, like, with the last like, Okay, I'm sorry. I had a girl message me saying that she wanted to do her lashes, but someone told her she can't do them because her lashes are curly. Obviously, black people have curly lashes, but they can totally be done. Yeah. You go to hair school, and if you don't specify that you want to do black hair, like, it just gets X'd out. Basically, same. Like, shouldn't I be able to walk into any salon and say, I want my hair done? Why do I have to specifically be like, I'm searching for a black hair salon? Yeah. Why can't my black hairdresser work at your white hair salon? Like, I don't understand why there's this, like, we need to put y'all there, and we're over here Yeah. Like, I, I don't understand that. Well, also, that's that raises another question, right? Because we went to school. We went to junior high and high school. Um, I remember learning about Hitler, and I don't really recall learning much about black history in schools. It was probably just one chapter, and then... It was one chapter. I, me- I remember that chapter because I knew it so well for my parents. I answered every question. <laughs> Ask me. I got the answer. Ask me. I got the answer. I know the answer. I know you're looking at me anyways for the answer. I got the yeah. Right? And it's, it's exactly that. These things shouldn't be exclusive to like a month or exclusive to like a, a chapter or whatever. These are everyday conversations. If you want to mark yourself as an intelligent human being, and intelligence has nothing to do with school, no. it has everything to do with you using your resources and finding answers. That's it. Yeah, and just having. Have those hard conversations. And you know what? Some people's egos can't really take it, unfortunately, because that's where this whole defense mechanism comes into play. But being unable to like unplug what you've learned and having to plug back in again, it's hard for some people. It's hard. Some people are still asleep. Unfortunately. Some are woke, some are still asleep. But um, well, definitely like you said, I've like I've unfo- I've pressed that unfollow button quite a bit recently and I've really just been like in my own feels while doing it do you know what I mean I don't even care why should you <laughs> that's who you are that's great who, I'm not even gonna look like real oh here we go hi me Nichola oh, yeah, you'll read it it's gone already I really should oh, my glasses on. okay you know what how about you reach for your glasses and I'll read yeah here we go while Chrissy grabs her glasses folks because you know the eyes are a little <laughs> little sore so Nichola says used to work at a beauty counter it's shameful how few artists could help diverse skin tones Mac Sephora etc do better girl speak on it speak on it and you know what Christy let's talk about the makeup industry one time because I'm sure you and I got some shit to say about that wherever you went girl are your glasses in Greece <laughs> I'm ready for you.
I guess some don't, which explains why I have to bring my own foundation shade to photo shoots because they normally don't have it. Ooh, I, I read a post about that not too long ago too. That was like, if you have, if you're showing up to photo shoots mm-hmm. and people have to have their own foundation, do not consider yourself as such. They don't value you. to bring your own hair products to a photo shoot because they don't know how to do your curly hair like excuse me why did I even show up in the first place and and at that time I was naive but when I think of it now it's like these people even on set don't value my blackness you should and be prepared back to that, like what I was reading to you where she was like like the girl from Buff Black Spot said I feel like I'm caught with my pants down like you said you're like embarrassed you're like got time today all right yeah i was like you see how i'm reading I've never read. girl put your glasses on let me read this here so um <laughs> nichola responded she said you are not a makeup artist if you don't have a complete kit amen preach to the lord sweetie um let's see the hair when i first moved here hairdressers would straighten my hair to cut it i've i've had that experience too and i've never had straight hair in my life oh my god have you ever been turned away from hair salons? I haven't been turned away, but I've had white people do my hair and they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. And there was one time when I was a little girl and this hairdresser like made me cry because she was pulling my hair so fucking hard. Like she had no idea what the hell she was doing. And she felt bad, but it's like, okay, were you taught this in hair school? And it's so funny you say that from being turned away. I'm like, I have never been turned away also, but I've never really heard lies. I got you. I know how to deal with curly hair. I'm like, and my hair is not relaxed. So when my hair is out and wet, my hair is like big. Do you know what I mean? Like I yeah. and I bought thick hair. So good good luck. You shouldn't have lied. You should just have said. I yeah. almost prefer not to necessarily be turned away, but to be told I don't know. Yeah. Than to pretend like as if though because you've dealt with one curly hair person who's probably not black, uh, that you know how to deal with all of them. And talking about how long it took me to get a hair salon out here in Edmonton, it took me some it took me some time because black hair, I'm sure if you guys have black friends, you'll understand that like my hair is almost as, this dog is eating my Kleenex box and he knows I'm on live. So that's why I'm doing it. <laughs> he chose the right time. So yeah, when it comes to our hair, I think you understand that it's a part of our identity. I switch my hair like I switch my clothes. Yep, like, same. Yep. Yep. And I'm not ashamed of it either what way. It's yep. just I was blessed to live in a culture that that is an expression of who we are. And Facts. that's it. So yeah, it took me some time to find somebody that could help me express it that way. For somebody that was educated enough to know what to do when my hair is in all states. Right. Uh, but I 
Okay, Suka said that shouldn't happen. We agree. Um, it took me 12 years to find a hairdresser. Oh, girl, girl, honey, you are, you are, you are on the, the, the slow wagon here. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, at where it says, it took me 12 years to find a hairdresser who couldn't cut 3C hair in Edmonton. I've been turned away because I've asked for curly. Oh my God. I work in theater and recently worked on The Color Purple. We all know that movie. Girl, I know you know that movie. I've heard the same thing from my actors regarding hair and makeup. Oh my God. So they have to bring their own hair and makeup on set? Who's working at the Citadel? I want to have a chat with them. At the dog eating the clean. Yeah, because I'm like, this shouldn't be happening. Oh, sorry. We're both cutting out, I think. Oh, God. Can you hear me? There we go. Yeah. Okay. God bless. Yeah, like... Oh, yeah. That, that shouldn't be a thing. That shouldn't be, like... We are in 2020. If you know that you are, say, for instance, I guess it's the director or the producer of such an event, and you know that you're gonna have to make up and do hair on your black cast, they should not feel any different from your white cast. No. They should be able to go there again with their two long arms. And maybe if you said to everybody, bring bra, underwear, whatever it is, that bare minimum you told one group should be the bare minimum for everybody. Because we should not be made to feel that we are like a harder, oh, it's too hard to find you somebody. Exactly. Or even if, if it's you're too much, don't ask. facts and like also if you're gonna have a photo shoot, why don't you hire a black stylist or a black hairdresser or a black makeup artist who can actually accommodate those areas? And find those resources for you too, right? Yeah. You hire yourself a black makeup artist. I bet you she can help you find a black hairdresser. Facts. We all know one, do we not? Yeah, but um, what was I going to touch base on? So about the makeup part too, because um, I used to wear a foundation by, what was it, Maybelline? And Chrissy, I want everybody watching to keep in mind that I'm half black, okay? So I have a white dad and a black mom. I'm half. So when I would go to Shopper's Drug Mart to get my foundation shade, the foundation shade that I wear from Maybelline is the darkest shade that they have. Let that let that sink in. Let that sink in. So then, when uh, Bad Gal Riri comes out with Fenty, right? She had all of the shades, from light to dark. Okay. And Chrissy, what happened after that? All these makeup brands now decide to expand their foundation shades because of Rihanna. Like, what? It, it, it's going to take a black person for you to recognize this. Uh, shade number 360, thank you. Oh my gosh, yeah. No, I, I'm definitely with the, yeah, when it comes to that 
absolutely and if you not. you can't make that change right now, when it's also very clear that change is necessary, change is a necessity, change is what makes us have a full life, yeah. then I'm sorry. But not sorry. <laughs> Who asked questions? I think we've asked questions. I'm honest. I know y'all. Y'all got time today. Like, what's good? Oh God, am I cutting out again? Girl, am I cutting out again? Can you hear me? Oh, wait, girl. Oh, I just heard. This is the perfect time to do that. You know, I had a day yesterday, Chrissy, where I just, I couldn't do anything. I was just feeling so much on my shoulders and I was just like, I, I, I can't, I can't be a resource right now. I have to just take time for myself because I've been putting so much energy into other people and helping them in the right direction and trying to give them resources and just speaking out. But it's like, we have to take a break. And I know, I know that society conditions black people, especially women, to be strong. But I think we're even stronger when we just take a moment to just be like, hey, we can't, I, I can't tend to this right now. I got to take care of me. Yeah. You're stronger when you're more vulnerable. Yeah. Right? And that's really what it comes down to. That's really important. What are your thoughts on this whole, oh, you're such a strong black woman? Like when people com- like compliment you on that, like... What are your thoughts on that? I'm, I'm curious to know. I just always, I guess, again, it depends on the context of that, right? Because mm-hmm. why is that a thing? Does that mean I'm not supposed to, like, cry? Or does that mean, like, I can't feel that way and that's how you've complimented it? Like, you've covered it up with a compliment? Okay. By saying that I'm strong? Oh, she typed this one. I know. Just to be really honest, hearing my actors' okay. stories changed my life forever. I had never heard the word diaspora before. I never understood black folks' connection to their ancestors. Oh. The work needs to be done. White people. <gasps> Chale. Institutionally, we need to pressure the educational system to do something like the brown eyes, blue eyes experiment. Oh, yes, from Jane Elliott. <laughs> yes. The table is shaking. <laughs> Yo, people are commenting. Be witness to that was the most amazing thing. I've never seen harder workers. Yes, girl, <laughs> honey. <laughs> black folks, we we at the top of the working hard list, honey. We've been knowing what that's like. To be able to work under pretty much any circumstance, right? To be honest. I think of like my mom and my grandma were both worked in nursing homes. Yep. And their jobs are intense, and I think the job of a caretaker a lot of the time comes from a black woman like and it's crazy my mom tells me stories of like people that have literally like left and i'm sure this happens both ways but her stories definitely came from her being a black woman and and taking care of like white older people and just their families like kind of leaving them because it's too much to handle and it's too much to take care of her i can't wipe that guy's butt or whatever it may be you know what i mean so like i definitely think we've been conditioned to be really strong workers and to like persevere through the shit that people don't want to do right and like adding to that like with these old folks homes some of these old folks are racist too chrissy so they got to deal with that shit on top of that all the things i 
Oh Thank God. God. She's retired. She is good now. But oh my God. I've heard story after, and then it's that like you bite and bear it. You bite and bear it. That's so crazy. And I would never want to get through life like that. And nobody should want anybody to get through life like that. And this is where again, when we talk about white allyship, like this is where you stand up and say something. Or Oh, please, please miss me with that so narrative, right please, please. Wrong is right. Or, or actually, there's been times, Chrissy, where I've been hanging around white people, and some people make an insensitive, racist remark, and then they'll all look at me to be the one to check the person who said it. Like it's your job. Like it's it's my job to put you in check. You want to use your privilege? The next time your uncle or your white friend is being racist. Say something. Be an ally. That's how you be. It's not just being an ally in front of me or in front of you or on their Instagram. It's literally being an ally behind closed doors. Have those uncomfortable conversations. Be ready to lose those lame friends. They were lame anyways. Be ready for that. But like, do it and do it and cry. Like, what did you do? I cut off half my family. That's what I did. I cut off half my family because. They weren't even trying to understand. Even when I was trying to bless them with information, they didn't take it, so I left it. Because you just leave that. You walk away from that. Yeah, you, you've fine. done what you can do. Oh, girl, this one. Performative allies? Honey. Honey. A lot of them were at that protest on Friday, too, but that's none of my business. But, um... <laughs> I feel you. She wasn't even trying to keep that in. She wasn't trying. I love how we both patted our hair at the same time. So wait. Let's talk about performative allyship. Um, I think we should just give a breakdown of what it actually is. Do you want to kind of drive this one, and I can jump in? Yeah, hundred percent. So I think we could just take it back to, to like, okay, so we all put our black squares up. Poo poo poo. Yeah, I'm totally doing my thing. But I really didn't do anything that day. What I did is I went and I had a picnic in the park. Talked to my friend. They made a really weird comment. I listened to some rap music. I didn't give a shit. Never learned anything. Okay, it's the whole week I got a blackout? Cool. Whole week. I pretended. Like, I reposted this. Reposted that. But meanwhile, I was also talking to my dad who said, they're really just stirring up trouble. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, dad. Wild. That's performative. Because you're showing me one face, but behind that closed door, you're doing nothing to educate yourself. You're doing nothing to educate others. And you didn't take a time to self-reflect. Because I think if we all take time to self-reflect, right there, you realize we got a mountain of work. There is a mountain of work to be done. And posting, because I definitely post. And like I said, I repost things. But do you know what kind of conversations I'm having outside mm-hmm. of that? It's pretty intense. And if Good. you're not taking the time to have those conversations, maybe I can't even call you out because the way it looks to me, it looks like you've really tried. And I'm like, wow, like you're really giving me your all right now. But I'll know when I meet you. I'll know when we're in a we're in a situation together and I see you doing absolutely nothing. Yep. It will become apparent. There's just no way for you to do this work and do it halfway. It yep. will show back up. It will pop back up. It will come back up. It's as easy as that. And if you can't put in this work, 
my god, she just she she just read y'all like a book. <laughs> she is yeah. reading y'all like a book, I but um. I know. I don't I, I, I'm still trying yeah, to find the words. When it comes down to it, like, I just feel like most of the black people that white people know have probably come to a point right now where it is what it is. And if you're not ready for this, oh. then you need to just kind of step to the side. Okay, let me read this out. Every white person should have had at least one, at least one tough conversation with a family member or friend this week. If they're talking and learning and listening. Exactly. I'm going to add to that. They should be having multiple conversations. It shouldn't just be one. It should be multiple. You can't just have one conversation and say, okay, yep, I've changed. Let's just continue and move on with my life. Because that's also performative as well. You got to be willing. I also think, though, I think, I think maybe, well, I don't know how it's written exactly, but I'm saying if it's one and you're telling me that's your beginning, yeah. that's okay. Yeah. If you had your one first conversation this week and this is the first time you brought it up, yeah. that's okay. Okay. Don't let this be the one and only, like how you're saying. Don't let this be like, I had one conversation. It was hard. I'm good. Yeah, we're good. I solved it. Problem solved. Okay, but yeah. Like the thing that pushes you forward now to have multiple conversations. And now, by having all those conversations, you've now created an allyship for a a safe place for me to be. Absolutely. Can I tell a story about allyship, actually? Oh, yeah. Um, so, just, oh, yeah, you know... Oh, <laughs> wait, what, is, what are they saying? Oh, yeah. oh, I meant like a family like friend. Like a family or friend or true... Their true colors have come out. And that must be, like, it's been shocking for me. I can say that I've, my blackness has probably warded off a lot of people like that. <laughs> you are comfortable with black people. You probably are comfortable with me already, so you probably didn't follow me. But that really sucks when you feel that from somebody that you're like, dang, I thought we were down like like, yeah. I thought we were friends. Yeah. And, like, we're, we're not even on that level? Okay. Because most people haven't been talking, so now you're going to hear certain yeah, people's ignorance. Hear, yeah, a lot of people have been working in silence, 100%. And you know what? The ignorance that I've seen coming out of the most, are these some are these celebrities, sis? These famous people have no idea. And they have the audacity to say, um, oh, yeah, you shouldn't protest. You, you know, protesting is bad. Bitch... I don't see you in these streets protesting. You're sitting behind your little gated house. So who are you to tell us about protesting and how to protest? A protest is political. A protest is political. It's not performative. And that's and that's where the disconnect is lost. Because because of these protests, Chrissy, what has happened? Four cops have been arrested. Ahmaud Arbery's case is opened. Breonna Taylor's petition is opened. Tamir Rice's case is opened again. Look what that created. A Confederate statue was thrown over a bridge and it went into the water because of a protest. Literally, watch this video. And then, wait, wait, wait. So there's an update about that. So it showed these white people trying to get it out of the river. <laughs> Honey, that's privilege. <laughs> that is white privilege. They're trying to get the thing out of the field. No. 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 Just no. Okay? Like, I'm like, just no. That's all I have to say to that one. Just 
really, I really believe. We know. We know when you're performing. We, we know. know. And what I would like to also say is that our, our true allies know. So you might not follow me in that school, but do you know who's going to tell me later about what you did? My ally. My real ally. So you know why? I'm watching you being like, are you kidding me right now? You know why? Because the streets talk, baby. <laughs> right? And we're all in these streets these days. All of us. <laughs> Girl, we are getting intense right now. This is this is great. I love it. I love it. <laughs> look what, look what she said. Look what Lana said. She's like, that's just stupid. Girl, I know. That's white people. <laughs> Not all y'all. Not all y'all. But just those people specifically. It's, 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 it's beyond me. But what I was, I was going to tell a story actually. So my first ally was my dad. That's steep actually. Now that you just said that, your first ally was your dad. And let me, I'll, I'll explain this to you guys. So when I came out the womb, my first ally was my father. So my dad, um, you know, he, he, my, my dad's privileged. Okay. He's a white guy. I'll say no more. Right. So when he decided to pursue my mother, he knew that he was going to be dating not only my mom, but also the stereotypes also the systematic oppression that she has to go through each day he knew that he was signing up for this and also with my dad he had a mother who was and still is quite racist and has a mental illness unfortunately and um when my father was dating my mom i'm not going to go into much detail about what, what was said to my mom but let's just say that my mother was treated like shit by my dad's mother so my dad had a choice he said okay i can either just shut the fuck up and let my mother disrespect my black girlfriend or i can stand up to my mom and say what you're doing is not right and just take the side of my black girlfriend so what do you think he did he took the side of your mama that's what he did because if he didn't no, I was going to say, because if my father didn't stand up to his mother, I would not be here. That's right, because your mother wouldn't have that. She wouldn't have that. And so, you know what's crazy is that that's the strength of your mom also, right? Like, that's the strength of your dad, but that's the strength of your mom also. Because also, keep in mind, they started dating in what, the 80s? Interracial, yeah. interracial love at that time was completely taboo. Like, it was non-existent. It's like, oh... A white guy with a black girl like what the fuck so and your mom's from nigeria too right so like so they every amount of racism that you could ever think of chrissy my parents went through it yeah and they're still together so it's like that just goes to show the strength of not only my mom like you were saying but the strength of my father yeah and even and you know it's true allyship like you said that's your first ally like your dad that means is dealt with like i'm sure commentary oh Right? It's disgusting. And to stand up to that, I also think you need to think, like, for people that are in interracial relationships, yep. like, when you think you're hearing it bad from your end, from your like, from the white end, think about how that other person hears that on a regular. So you hear it every now and then with somebody cracking a joke, ha, 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 
think about that other person. And just know that just know that my dad is has stood up and put his foot down, even to his own yeah. friends, saying, like, you can't fucking say this. I have a daughter that's black and I have a black wife. How dare you? How fucking dare you? You should know better. Exactly. And it's really that if you should know better if you didn't, sorry, do better. Don't not sorry, continue your joke somewhere else. Sorry, do better. Really so so hard. Well I guess it's it, really it, It drives me nuts too. But okay, yeah. thank God for beautiful parents like that, you know. Oh, like I you think. Saw a question. What? I was like, you saw a question. I don't even see it. Somebody had a question. Someone had a question. Oh damn! I I I'm seeing a crying face as I scroll. <laughs> no, 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 I think that was me. That was me. I'm not. You know, I'm not good. But don't listen to me when I said there's a question. I thought there was one, but there wasn't. <laughs> Chrissy, you put those glasses on, girl. Come on. Right. <laughs> oh. I wanted my other glasses, you know? Who got? What are those? They're my Bailey Nelson glasses. They look like Tupac Shakur glasses. They're really good. I probably just wear them more often, so I stopped doing this. <laughs> Looking at the camera all crooked. People are like, are, is she okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll take the last bit of questions, I think, now, because we're going be to be over our time again soon. Literally. Oh my god, it's been 40 minutes. Girl, we got 20 minutes left. <laughs> yeah, so if anybody has any questions, this is your time! Allies, get into formation. Ooh, like Beyonce said, get into formation, Allies. Yes, honey. Yes, mama. This is it. Do you have any okay, more so questions? After this, I'm definitely going to be posting. I posted a list of like restaurants and organizations to to follow, to visit, to check out. Yes. Um, I'll post a few people that are kind of like near and dear to my heart also that are black women running businesses. Feel free to send me tonight. This is your night. Send me any recommendations you have that I should shout out. I am, I'm on my phone tonight, guys. I know how to use Instagram. I've been doing it. She knows how to use Instagram, but with Instagram Live, we're, we're, we're getting there. Oh. Oh, good God. I do. How on earth do I deal with my loser coworkers when they use Candace Owens videos? You know what? I actually had a coworker like this and I have what you call selective hearing when it comes to that. So it goes in one ear and out the other and I don't give it any attention. I don't give a fuck about Candace Owens. I think homegirl's got everything backwards and she's just a little, she's one of those, she's, she's, she's a, there's like a white girl living inside of her. I'm convinced. Literally, That's so evil. so for the person who asked that, um, develop selective hearing. Just nod your head and, and, and walk away. And also protect your energy. Protect your energy. Yeah, that's really important. I feel like there's some people not even worth the argument, right? Exactly. We can post models as well. I don't really know too many like black models here in Edmonton if we're talking local. I know like a, a handful that I've kind of interacted with, so I can, I can post like what I do now. Yeah, girl. Is it? Absolutely. Absolutely. People that have come and gone, but repost all the Black Lives Matter photos all day. Yeah, that's performative because are they doing that in real life? I love that she continues. She's like, like, I've come to the live and left 
We see you, mama. But you put on quite a show, very entertaining. Now it's time to go. That part. That part. That part. That part. negative person you're going to attract negative people so if you're a racist you're going to attract racist people whereas if you're not a racist you're going to attract non-racist people who are self-aware and who have undergone these experiences and those are the people that are most valuable to you so choose choose who and what you want to be because you're going to attract just that You know what? I have one right here in front of me. Here. 12 Years a Slave. Write that down. 12 Years a Slave. sense into that question as well um start light start with the light stuff because um if you start with the heavy shit 
Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to go into detail. It's just, it's kind of, it's going to kind of fuck with you a little bit, but just start with what you can handle. Um, I commented in the comments, this book, The Hate You Give, this yeah. book is about, um, police brutality. So it's about a girl who went to a party and she witnessed her friend get shot and killed by a police officer. So it's also going to talk yeah. about the oh, events God. that occurred after she saw her friend get killed by police. So The Hate You Give. I believe that there's a movie on this too, but um, read the book read first. Read the book. Read the book. Read okay, now the I book. want to pull out a book. I'm like, what should I pull out? Oh, like, she's about to pull up real quick. Tell your friends I to pull like up. I, need to, I feel like I need to. Hold on. Let me see what I got. Oh, I got. <laughs> oh she got some heat for y'all today. <laughs> Get a fan. Hi, guys. Okay, I just grabbed two. But... Okay. What's it called? Like, I can't read it from here, it's honey. It's called No Disrespect. It's by Sister Soldier. Like I said, I've pretty much read, I'm obsessed with her. I've read everything she's written. She writes books like this. Okay. And she writes fictional books. They're just stories. But they're stories that, like, as a black girl, I started reading that when I was in high school. It's like, it took me on an adventure that, like, I didn't, I didn't grow up, like, in the streets or anything like that. But, like, it brought out, like, this, like, just fantasy side of me. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Netflix right now like if you log into Netflix 
You can check out um, the 13th. You can check out the Khalif Browner story. Sorry, I pronounced his last name wrong. You can also read, uh, or not read, you can check out the Malcolm X documentary. That I just finished that one. That was just riveting. Um, there's also The Last Dance with Michael Jordan because he's also a black man who had to work extremely hard to get to where he's at. So even check out the Michael Jordan documentary and Hip Hop Evolution. It's all, it's, of, it's, all of it. It's all there for you to take in. It surrounds in. us. It really surrounds us. And it's like, it's, it's about time that the only, the people that are embracing it aren't just people that like relate to it visibly, but are people that are like, I'd like to know. And you know what? Our stories are human stories too. Yeah. You'll watch it. You'll be like, dang, I've, I've felt like that. You might not be able to say it like when somebody says, like, I walked into the room and I was the only black person. Maybe you can't relate to that part, but you'll understand, like, the gist of a story. The, what's really the takeaway from this, you know? It's, it's all important. And Camille said it too. Diversify your friend groups. Talk to somebody that doesn't look like you. Help somebody out, you know? Ooh, this is a good one. Uh, protecting my state of mind. You want to answer that one? You got excited. Okay. How to protect my state of mind. So, um, since this George Floyd situation, I'm just being very mindful of how much time I spend on social media because there's so much information. There's so many posts. There's so many petitions to sign. And don't get me wrong. I sign them. Okay. I'm doing the work, but, um, I have to take this time for myself as well. A lot of us black and brown people are hurting right now and when it comes to mental health in the black community I hate to say it but it's non-existent because we can't really talk about how we feel we're yeah. literally conditioned to numb our pain 100%. so I'm learning now to just feel I had a friend actually reach out to me yesterday she was checking in she's one of my allies she's from Germany and she's like hey Camille just checking in how are you a part of me would lie and say I'm okay, but I just said to her, I'm, I'm anxious because I'm an empath, Chrissy, so I'm able to feel how people are feeling and I'm taking on so many different energies, whether it's in my DMs. At one point, I went on my Instagram, I had about 20 DMs. Yeah, that's too much. And I had to share posts, I have to be a, a voice to be amplified. I have to do all those things and I have to focus on my podcast and putting energy into different things where it's like, I have to just focus all my energy onto myself. I have to shut people out for a, a few days, not in a bad malicious way, but I just have to regain consciousness because uh, sis, throughout these past two weeks, I've lost my balance one too many times. Yeah. So. I've had that. So yeah, I I think like you're saying like for to, for to protect yourself by like, taking that time off. I know like I've done exactly that. I've taken time away from Instagram. Mm -hmm. I've also like I've really connect like when I feel like I'm like really anxious and stuff. I I try to connect back with like just like Mother Earth. Yeah. So I've like I had an awesome friend take me out. We went to um, like a greenhouse, looked at some flowers, Aww. things. I like to garden. So, you know, when I'm really feeling, I have a gate up too to protect me from my kids and my dog. <laughs> but when I'm feeling like that, that's my space. That's where I can go. You that's know? amazing. I'm, I'm happy, like you said, to have allies that also understand that I've been able to even pass my burden on. You know? I don't want to answer questions. I don't feel like it anymore. You do it. 
yeah, girl, I got you. Yeah, I got you. Exactly. And that's all. That's all we need. Like, I think it, it really is that. You know, like, yeah. I keep bringing it back to this buff wax spot girl. Like, I don't know if she's on here. If she loves me. Know who I am one day, girl. I really like you, just based off this statement. But she starts off her statement by being, "There's a spotlight on black pain all of a sudden, and I'm blinking in the glare, feeling caught with my pants down." My experiences of racism and prejudice and exclusion make me feel embarrassed, ashamed, and less than. I have much to say, but the spotlight has the effect of a fishing net being cast into the depths of my life experiences. Dredging up memories, encounters, and emotion I believed I had long ago dealt with and buried in the seabed. When I read that, I was like in like absolute tears. I was like, there's nothing that captures that more. So when we talk about how black people that are socially engaged right now and are seeing all this remember that because that's it may not be every black person's feeling but i know for the majority what she's saying right there is so true this has brought and resurfaced things that you've buried down to continue on in your everyday life yeah so it is important for us to take care of ourselves it's important for us to disconnect it's important to just be Period. Period. And also, one thing that I do is I always watch Michelle Obama's documentary on Netflix called Becoming, and that is just an instant pick me up because what you're speaking of, what you're speaking, what Chrissy spoke of just now, she had to go through that too, being in the White House. So, just putting that out there. But girl, we have about five minutes until this thing cuts out. Should we just say our goodbyes and? Yeah. Thank you to everybody that like watched tonight that came on that came on for part two. Yes, I y'all really, real ones. I appreciate it. This was this was a great this was just a great experience for myself. Yes. And I know it's it's just it's even opened my eyes. Like I said, I'm constantly learning. I'm constantly meeting people yep. and knowing what my voice is capable of. Yep. So I'm happy to have had this platform to like to speak my ish. Of course. Yeah. And we're gonna continue to talk our ish. Like we're not gonna sweep this under the rug anymore like our our pain is out there and i think now this is a great time for us to be vulnerable and just talk about um feelings and things that we've had to go through as black people and just make it relatable so people understand that yo this girl that i know chrissy she went through this oh my god i can't imagine what that's like and i think that will add more to the compassion factor and this will create so much more compassion with our allies 100 percent 100%. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. And yes, everybody, follow Camille. She's got great content. I'll be yelling at people. Hey, That's lower it. your voice there, lady. My neighbors can hear you. Love thy neighbor. Thanks so much. And follow Chrissy and check out her shop in Bamboo Ballroom, please. She's another black-owned business, honey. Get on that. <laughs> Don't be procrastinating, baby. Yeah, I'm watching you. <laughs> okay, 